Hey friends, welcome to Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Our hope here at Twirl Talk is that this is a place where you can come for wholehearted advice and encouragement in the midst of planning your wedding, but also for life far beyond that. This is a collection of really fun conversations with a variety of people, both in the wedding industry and outside of it, that simply want to come together and help you thrive the best that you can in every season of your life. So basically, this is like having life chats with your besties over a glass of wine and figuring out how not to lose your mind in the midst of all the crazy. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then sister, you're in good company here. Uh, good morning. Mm -mm. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, anyway. Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Liz and Ty. And uh, we're really excited. Today's episode is all about um, creating a life of meaning. It is in conjuncture with... None of this is our original thought. Let's just put that out there from the start. This is, um, if you don't know, we are certified business coaches through Business Made Simple, uh, which is part of StoryBrand, Donald Miller, all the things. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go to our Instagram, go to StoryBrand's Instagram. It all makes sense after that. But basically, um, it's this amazing business program. We've talked about it before. Go, you can go back and listen to our episode on why we became business coaches, and we kind of explain a bunch of it there, but all that to say, um, we are trained in a lot of different things through our certification, and one of them is a workshop called Hero on a Mission, and we love, love, love teaching this material. Um, we also go through it with our group coaching clients as well as um, sometimes our one-on-one -on -one clients, and it is is just really powerful stuff. And we're not going to obviously, I mean, it's like a four to six hour workshop. So we are definitely not going to work through it with you today, but we want to kind of share a piece of it with you guys um, because we think it can really get you thinking just in general about your life from the small snippet we're going to share with you today. Um, but we've also, like I said, we've watched it done some really incredible transformations in the lives of people we love and know. And so um, we're going to just kind of share a little tidbit. And again, none of this is our, <laughs> we created none of this, but we have um, been allowed to share it. So we're excited. Mm -hmm. So shout out to uh, Don Miller and StoryBrand and Business Made Simple for creating this incredible material and allowing us to coach people through it. Um and being a part of life change in people's lives. It's mm -hmm. just really, really special. And we feel really honored to get to do this work with clients. Right. Um, and it, it kind of ties in with um, the episode we did about our why. Mm -hmm. Because totally. building out this part of your business and your life can help you really focus in on your why. And then that leads to bigger things in your life and your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been really, really cool to watch the transformation and learn this way of thinking with Donald Miller. Yeah. Um, he's he's all about keeping things simple and really focusing in on um, your why and 
and making it simple and easy for people to understand. Mm -hmm. So the Hero on a Mission workshop is all about creating a life of meaning. Mm -hmm. And I think we can all reiterate that (laughs) after living through 2020 and thus far in 2021. um, I think we've all been able to reflect and really understand what what living a life of meaning looks like after having after being forced to shut down mm-hmm. a lot of things and slow down over the past year. So this came out at a really opportune time yeah. and we sat down with a group of our friends in December to kind of set some goals for 2021 mm-hmm. and reflect on what 2020 taught us and it was such a sweet day. It's yeah. a really deep deep workshop to work through, meaning that you walk away thinking about things that you probably never have Mm -hmm. before. But I think that's where we grow when we are pushed outside our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. This is definitely outside my comfort zone. (laughs) I don't like talking about feelings and feely things and... And it's my heaven. And it's Liz's heaven. (laughs) So so for me to say I really enjoy this work Mm -hmm. is something big. Yeah. Um, so in the Hero on a Mission workshop, Donald Miller speaks about Victor Frankl's quotes from Man's Search for Meeting. It is a book. It's on my list to read. Yeah. I have not read the complete book yet, but it is on my list after hearing him speak so highly of this. But Victor Frankl says we need three things to create a life of meaning. The first thing is a project to work on. The second thing is a redemptive perspective on your own suffering. And number three is a community of people who love you. Mm. So when you really break all those things down, that is what makes people feel alive. Mm -hmm. Like when you really, if you sit down and talk about your perfect day or what you want for your life, you always, one of those always comes to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And Victor Frankl says to create a life of meaning, you need those three Mm -hmm. big things in your life. Now, we could go down a lot of different (laughs) paths with those, but we'll keep it pretty surface level today. Today. Um, (laughs) And and we'll start with the first thing, a project to work on. That doesn't mean you have to be planning your next world takeover or huge business plan or anything like that. A project to work on could mean little things around your home to Mm -hmm. make them feel more like a sanctuary to you. Cleaning out your closet. Cleaning out your closet. (laughs) Or just making making space for something that you want to work towards. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be big. Yeah. Um, It could be wanting to read one book a month. You mm -hmm. know, like any, I mean, it could be so simple. Right. Um, Something that just brings like richness to your life or gives you a sense of accomplishment in some way. Yes. I love a good project. I've always she loves a good project. I've always got something <laughs> going on, and I re- I think more people should should think about it in that way, mm-hmm. not think about it in the way that it's going to add more to your to do list. Yeah, but something that you are going to enjoy and enjoy the fruits of your labor after mm-hmm. it's complete. Yeah. So, just thinking about it in that perspective, that little yeah. mind flip on it. Not mm-hmm. adding something to your to-do list, but something to work towards. Something to add value to your mm-hmm. life. And if mm-hmm. you are married, if you have kids, if you have friends, if you have family members you enjoy working with things on, I think that makes it mm-hmm. even sweeter. 
Yeah. Um, to be able to combine number one and three, where totally. you have community while you're working on this project. Yeah. Um, I think that could also be a yeah. fun way to think about it. Yeah. I mean, I think about that with your alls. Again, you said like it doesn't have to be some big business venture, but like your alls. Um, vision for cabin rentals and stuff mm-hmm. like you're that those are always projects you're working on but you're doing it with people that you love and that love right. you love them and they love you and yeah. so and and that's been a really really meaningful thing for you guys in the last year year and a half yeah maybe yeah, yeah we've really enjoyed that together mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be that big like, no absolutely Brandon not. and I have been he's been wanting to get our garage in order Lord help us <laughs> for like as long as I've known you for as long as we <laughs> yeah I mean it's always on the list but we're really trying to make an effort together he's doing more work on it than I am because he says I just open the door and throw stuff out there when I don't know what to do with it that is accurate. He calls it the we'll figure it out later room. Mm-hmm. But we're really working on that <laughs> together. The staircase <laughs> yes. Um, we're really working on that together. And it's it's given us something to work towards mm-hmm. together. My, so. my mom and I watched Outlander together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a project. <laughs> that was a project. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives you something. It gives you something to look forward to. Oh, um, so then number leading into number two, a redemptive perspective on your suffering. Mm-hmm. I think that we could go real deep yeah. into that. This is a heavy one. Um, but, I mean, I think it also depends on how your mind works. A yeah. lot of people have a silver lining mentality mm-hmm. or a half glass full, whatever you want to look at it as. Optimism. Optimism. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. But some people don't think that way. Yeah. And it takes a lot more for them to... To push outside of that comfort zone and see your suffering mm-hmm. as a path to bigger things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think if 2020 taught us anything, that yeah. is one of the main things. Like, we all suffered. Yeah. We were all in it together. Everybody suffered different levels of suffering, different totally. ways of suffering. But in the end, I think most people can say we are better people for living through that. Mm-hmm for making us slow down, for making us have more time at home and more time with family mm-hmm. and really putting it in perspective what matters. Yeah. Um, but you have to think about it that way. Uh-huh. You have to have a redemptive perspective on your suffering yeah. or you'll just be negative all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like even with the 2020 example, like for those that um, – like if, if being at home wasn't something – like if it was more of an isolating thing for you, it made you realize how mm-hmm. value, how much you value people or need people. You know, yes. sometimes when you're forced into really grim situations, it wakes you up to what really matters in life. And it sometimes it is those dark times that make you force you. You know, if you are, you tend to be more of a pessimist and like you aren't looking for the light at the end of the tunnel or mm-hmm. um, like that feels like way too much energy and a waste of time. Sometimes <laughs> it's getting into those seasons of suffering that you're like, I don't have any other choice but to look for the light here. Right. You know, and I think that that, you know, because I think, yeah, for some people, 2020 was really sweet and in ways of like, I got time with my people and blah, 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 blah. And, but for other people, it was 
really awful. Mm -hmm. And like, it was so isolating and so, um, lonely and sorrowful and yeah, I don't know, but stressful, stressful. I think the stress was the underlying word Mm -hmm. for everyone. Everyone. Absolutely. Whether you could recognize it or not. Like Mm -hmm. I remember I, my body would react like I wouldn't feel stress, but my body was exerting things that I was like, Oh, something is off kilter here. Right. Um, but anyway, not that anyone but, needs to a definition of suffering. <laughs> right. But just having that perspective that there mm-hmm. is a light at the end of the tunnel and you are walking through this season for a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. And you having going you having gone through that tough time is going to lead to more empathy, is going mm-hmm. to lead to yeah. more understanding of the world and understanding of people around you and yourself and yourself Mm -hmm. to know what you can know what you can go through know what you can live through absolutely um we my friend group has has talked about this we Mm -hmm. lost our our dear friend suddenly last year and it has been terrible and each day brings something different, mm. but it's also brought us all back together and brought us all closer to the Lord because yeah. we've we've walked through a lot together and um, having that community yeah. leading into number three, totally. having that community has helped us get through that. Mm-hmm. So we we are thankful for the time that we have together yeah. and thankful for each moment that we get to have with our people. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't get into that anymore. Right. I'll start crying. Right, right, but, right. Um, but that community, we are meant to live in community. Yes. Amen. And having people that love you and that are cheering you on makes the world of difference. Mm-hmm. I can also get weepy about all this. Yep, um, yep. It's one of the things that I love most is cultivating friendships and encouraging others to cultivate friendships, whatever that looks like. Again, that doesn't have to add a lot to your to-do list, but just reaching out and keeping in touch with the people that you know would be there for you in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Liz is going to get into a little bit more yeah. here in a little bit about. <laughs> There's a reason um, I'm taking this <laughs> right <laughs> about finding finding out who your Liz calls it her home team. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be your your five your mm-hmm. your crew. Yeah, um, your people, but finding that community of people that love you, and you have your close friends, but then also people that work in the same field as you do. We have found a really beautiful community amongst other bridal shop owners Mm -hmm. across the country. Yeah. And just having those people that understand you and are walking through the same things that you are is a game changer. Mm -hmm. And we really encourage you to reach out of your comfort zone. This is all about reaching out of comfort zones. (laughs) Truly. And, and really making your story more meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Becoming a character in an interesting story, mm-hmm. and Dawn talks a lot about that in this in this um, workshop. Just what if I became a character, mm-hmm. an interesting character in a movie? Think of your life 
as a movie mm-hmm. and what you would be portrayed as, mm-hmm. as that character. Yeah. Um, I know Liz probably thinks this way too, but sometimes I'll be doing something. I'm like, what would this look like if... If I read a movie, what soundtrack would be playing behind me? And literally how my brain works. Yes, I know, I know it does. <laughs> but I think I think if we don't want it, a lot of us think that way. And if we don't want yeah. to admit it, then that's fine. But we just <laughs> know that your brain works that way too. You're safe here. <laughs> We're dramatic thinkers. Um, but just thinking thinking that way, it it doesn't have to be. A crazy drama, no. but just a beautiful story that you are the main character in and how your life would change if you thought more mm-hmm. through that lens. Totally. Through that movie movie lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can just keep going yeah. on and on. And that's what we do in the workshop. Mm-hmm. It's usually four or five hours or longer. Yeah. And those are the things we dig into. We're not going to go all into everything, but... Mm-hmm. Those are the main points of of what this workshop is about, mm-hmm. is taking agency of your life and understanding that you have some control. Mm-hmm. You can co-write your story with fate. Yeah. yeah. You have some control of it. It's not all circumstance. And if you do get thrown those circumstances, you learn from them, see them as... A rede- see them through redemptive. a re- redemptive lens mm-hmm. and move forward and create a story that's really meaningful for mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Well, and I think too, when you're thinking about um, really like the, I mean, it's just hilarious because since a kid, I've always like, <laughs> I, was, I was a theater kid. So uh, I just have always kind of thought in that way. But like, even, um, if you've listened on the podcast or you know us in real life, you know that um, currently I'm a single lady and um, <laughs> I got her good. Just made her choke on some water. Um, but I I have to think sometimes like, hmm, how could, how could my life be a, like I've got all the ingredients for a good Hallmark movie. I just need like, you know. The climax. The meat cute. I need the meat cute. Um, but it makes me think like, well, if I'm just sitting at home, no meat cute's going to happen because I'm sitting at home. So um, it does when you kind of have that, um, a pro- I mean, a project to work on for me sometimes is like, what am I going to do with my dating life? You know, like, mm-hmm. ooh, I have ideas, but uh, also another podcast. Yeah, or just <laughs> never <laughs> public airwaves. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm very open. But, um, you know, it, it, the project is like, okay, if I want to get married, like, we got to, like, work on that. And um, But it also, I have a community of people that love me and support me in mm-hmm. this, like, I mean, love and support me in every area of my life. But, um, I mean, people are advocating for me all day long. I'm like, okay, <laughs> calm down, everyone. Um, but I also have learned a lot about redemptive perspective on my suffering of singleness, which, you know, some days feel like suffering, some days feel like bliss. But um, if you don't have, you know, there's a reason. There's a reason that my love life is what it has been, and I'm here in this season. And I, I just believe nothing is wasted. Like, you can waste things, but even when you think you've wasted them, they're not. And Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of beauty in that. So, um, 
Okay, so the other piece that we really love and has um, been really powerful for us to think through and really powerful for um, our clients to think through is this concept of reverse engineering your life. Um, And the big thing we do to kind of construct and propel that mindset shift is, um, (laughs) this is where it gets (laughs) depressing and my tie is not talking about this in full, and I am, is that we have our clients um, write their obituary. Yep, you heard me right. (laughs) We write our obituaries Um, because it says where your story is going. So there's three main components that we work through when it comes to reverse engineering your life. And the first is the obituary, because like I just said, that constructs where your story is going. The second piece is your story summary. It's a quick way of describing what your life is all about. So think when we're, you know, thankfully we just kind of gave the visual of a movie. So this is your trailer. Um, your story summary is the thing of like, girl falls in love with man yay you know whatever that was really a strong Honestly, that was, that was I, a I would strong watch, story watch summary. i think of this scene in the holiday yes. the movie the holiday yes. with cameron diaz yes where she she writes people's yes, trailers she, produces she writes trailers the yeah. story summaries and then in her head she's always thinking what her trailer would that be. that is like the perfect example yes, yes. So if you haven't watched that movie, go watch it. I am Cameron Diaz. Yes. So I always hope my life becomes the holiday. Mm-hmm. Really. And True. Ball is yeah. my like, I can't okay. even talk about it. That's can't even talk about it. Also different podcast. <laughs> Again, for not public airwaves. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, but that is what your story is. That's what your story It's your trailer. The trailer of your life. And then from there, um, we break down into visions or goals, whichever way you want to phrase it. Um, ten year, five year, one year. But all of that comes from your obituary because it guides your story in a direction that ensures your life is meaningful. And that's the thing, like Viktor Frankl's whole thing, he, you know, he went on this journey and came out being like, okay, I need a project, I need redemptive perspective, and I need community. Well, how do I reverse engineer my life? Where do I want to be when my life ends? Or what do I want my life to have looked like when my life comes to a close? Have I lived out these things? Have I had meaningful projects in my life? Have I viewed my life with hope? And have I had people in my life that have carried out those things with me and have loved me through them? If those things have been accomplished, then I have lived a life of meaning and a life that I am proud to call my own. Um, so you may be thinking like, okay, great. That I, that makes sense sure um but like how in the world do i even like the obituary is dark liz like why are we talking about that that's really morbid i hear you i hear you but we've got five main questions that we work through with our clients or workshop attendees and it really helps you construct your obituary it helps get your mind in the space of like if the world went as you wanted it to go you're gonna think about when you die and what your life looks like leading up to that. And how you want people to feel. How you want people to feel when they get the call that you've gone on. Here are your main questions. Ready? So the first one is, and some of these are really like tactical, and then some of them make you kind of be like, ooh, okay. Um, So the first one, how long do you want to have lived by the time you pass? So I'm 29. I'll be 30 in August. I, I would like to live into my late 80s, I think. 
anything past that I've seen my my grandfather lived till he was 96 and I was like dude you've lived too long I mean he hadn't but he would even say he was like I lived a couple years longer than I think I would have enjoyed but I want to be able to like enjoy my quality of life and I feel like anything past I don't know maybe maybe get to 90 um whatever doesn't matter but let's say that so then I have 60 years of life left to live so then that goes into question number two how many more years do you have left if you live as long as you hope to and that is kind of a wake-up call to Mm -hmm. be like oh my gosh I only have 60 years left like which is significant that's like double what I have now but just putting that finite number on it can like kind of take your breath away but also propel you to be like all right let's go like let's make this happen so then you move into the third question so let's refresher first one how long do you want to have lived by the time you pass two with that in mind how many more years do you have left if you live as long as you hope to so then number three and this is where it gets kind of like ooh in my feels um what individuals do you want to show a lifetime of love and devotion to? Mm. And you could know those people right now, or you could dream about the people that are part of that story. For myself, personally, I'm like, my husband and my kids. I have no freaking clue who those people are, but like, I want them a part of my story. And But I could also name off a ton of people that I want in that story that I already know and love, Mm -hmm. but it can get you thinking and really make you start dreaming about who do you want to be a part of that picture? Um, you know, to get morbid again, but like at your funeral, whose pictures are framed with you in them? Is it your kids? Is it your husband, your spouse, your grandkids? Like who's in those pictures? Who's mourning your life, but also celebrating it? Another way to think about it too, and just because we're um, we're talking about it, we're talking about a funeral, we're talking about an obituary, we're talking about really light subjects, you know. But um, Don put it into really in, in a really interesting perspective that like ooh, makes you like want to throw up a little bit, but also is like wow, yeah, that puts it into that puts it into reality. Um, he asked the question, who who are your five, or who are your six? Who are the people that if you died tomorrow? would carry your casket, right? Like that, that hits, that hits hard, that hits deep, that hits, um, in a way we don't want to think about. Um, but also whatever, however you answer that, um, that's your answer. That's your answer to who you want to spend a life of love and devotion with. It just, it takes your breath away to think about the gravity of it, but it also should propel you to, to love really deep and intentionally with your five, with your six and their families. And yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, number four is, is there a big vision you want to accomplish before you pass? And that goes back into your projects or whatever it may be. Um, your community, who your, you're pouring yep. into. All of it. All, all the things. Yeah. A vision doesn't have to be a thing. A vision can be a movement. It can be a person. It can be a people. It can be, um, or it can be a thing. It can be whatever sets your soul on fire. All right. And then finally, 
The last question is, what do you want people to feel on the day they find out you are gone? I think that one is like, I get chills every time I think about Mm -hmm. it and like makes me really weepy. Um, Especially if you have lost people you love, it takes you back to that gut-wrenching call or however you receive the news. Um, And that's why I'm not talking. Right, (laughs) right. It just takes you there, whether it's a grandparent or a best friend or whoever it may be, like, it takes your breath away every time. I mean, I think for me, I just, I want people to be really grateful for the time we had together. And I don't want them to be sad, although I know they will be. Um, But that tells me that we had a life of meaning together. Mm-hmm. If they're sad, I'm gone. It's a mix of like joy and sorrow, you mm-hmm. know, of, of gratitude and sadness. And, um, but I also want people to like sell it. Like I want my funeral to be a celebration of life and I want there to be singing and laughter and joy, you know, like you can cry. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Bring on the tears. Like, but also let it be a celebration of a life well lived. Exactly. Amen. I told I told Brandon the other day that I wanted fireworks at my funeral. I love it. Um, because we just watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> and at the end of it, um, when one of them dies, it's like this little fireworks show. I love that. I was like, mm, you should probably start saving because I, want, I think I want fireworks after my funeral. He was like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, I was like, <laughs> I want it to be a celebration. Mm-hmm. I want it. I want people to know that I loved them. Yeah. And know that I did everything I could to make them feel loved. Mm -hmm. And also leave behind a legacy Mm -hmm. that they're going to continue carrying that on. Continue carrying on my projects. Continue Mm -hmm. carrying on the community that we've built together. Mm -hmm. And know that this is only a tiny part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they can get there because they have a redemptive perspective on their suffering. Right. And they have a community of people that love them. Exactly. And they find meaning and value and projects in their life because you mm-hmm. exemplified that for them. Right. Like a life of meaning matters. Yes. And reverse engineering your life matters because it's what can wake you up to that, mm-hmm. to all of that. Um, and it's beautiful it's when you amazing. think about it. It's absolutely amazing. So we have just clearly been so impacted by this. And, I mean, we could share a lot of the personal epiphanies that we've had with it. But we had a friend of ours who had a – the workshop had – I mean, it changed her life. Yes. It literally changed her life. This is the life. one we did back in December. Uh-huh. And it's – we're recording this on April 8th. Uh-huh. And she has literally put into place things that uh-huh. are going to – change the rest of her and her family's life and she keeps attributing it to Mm -hmm. the workshop that we did in December. And we're like, no way. Like sure she was like, no y'all, I'm not kidding you. Like that workshop changed my life. So we asked her if she would share a little bit about what um because we were like I almost keep saying her name. We're keeping her anonymous to protect her story and what is hers. But um we were like, like what? What pieces what exactly? really changed it? And she was like, "I'll tell you." Yes. And so, so this is what she said. Yeah, attending the Hero on a Mission workshop was so good for my soul. So so good. 
I feel for the past several years, I've been trying to pursue one main goal, and this workshop helped me to see there are so many other important things in my life, and that getting that one goal accomplished doesn't have to dictate other goals, dreams, or decisions my heart longs for. Mm. This workshop helped me to dream other dreams, to think Mm. big, to start pursuing the things that are truly important to me, and things that I feel make my heart thrive. This prompted me to have big discussions with my husband about moving, possibly growing our family, future goals and dreams for our side business, and things we wanted in life. Before the workshop, those things seemed so far off. But why? Mm -hmm. I learned to start living the life I want to live, to pursue the things I want to see happen in my life. And with all those things, the one main thing that truly mattered to me was serving God and loving God throughout everything in my life. That is what this workshop did for me. Brought me back to reality and truth. Mm, I could cry. Amen. Preach. So good. So that's just one person's perspective on this. Mm -hmm. And we have experienced the same things Mm -hmm. um, in different ways. But working through this really hard work... Mm-hmm. is worth it. Yep. And that's what we want to share with you. And if you're listening to this and you feel alone and lonely, mm-hmm. there are other people out there that also feel the same way. You yeah. just have to reach outside the little box that you're living in yeah. and reach out to somebody else and mm-hmm. let them know how you're feeling. And you're going to build that community. Yeah. And if you if you need us to help you walk through that we're here for you and we want to help continue building this community in lexington and beyond yeah absolutely like one small step of bravery can change everything for you and and when it changes it for you it changes it for for somebody so many other Mm -hmm. people as well um so yeah You be the the Mm co-writer of your story with fate and Mm -hmm. it'll all just, it'll all just be so meaningful in the end. It really will. And if this, if all of this kind of is like sparking things in you and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to dig into like all of this and whatever, um, reach out to us. We also, um... Our podcast sponsor is the Business Made Simple University sponsor, or not sponsorship, but membership, um, which there is a link to that in the episode details and basically anywhere you can find us, you can find that. And when you have access to Business Made Simple University, you have access to the Hero on a Mission module and Don will walk you through all of it. Um, And he's incredible and like can articulate it far better than we can. I mean, we gave it a good balance valiant effort but um but we would also be delighted to do this workshop with you as well um and we can be hired out for that we can do it um in lots of different ways so Mm -hmm. if you're interested in doing a workshop with us specifically please reach out to us you can reach out to us um via email which is liz at refinedretailconsulting.com or ty at refinedretailconsulting.com you can shoot us a dm on instagram it's refined retail consulting um 
Or through twirl. Since or through twirl. Also <laughs> through twirl. Um, at Rolex. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so there's multiple options to do this work. Um, or just like take this episode, work through those five questions, write your obituary, reverse engineer your life, and and think through and some projects. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, we are here, guys. We, we love you. We believe in this community. Um, and we hope that you know, I mean, it's funny because this podcast is one of our projects that brings mm-hmm. value to our life, um, and we hope it brings value to your alls as well. I mean, that's why we do it is because we want to help you see redemptive perspective on your suffering and have a community of people that love you, even if it's just on the airwaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you're not alone. You are so loved. And there is hope for you. There's so much hope for you and there is always light at the end of the tunnel. And if nothing else, we hope that that um, was heard by you today, that you are not without hope and you get to choose. You get to choose. Um, Yeah. So we love you guys. Have an awesome day. This one was a little longer and a little heavier, but you know what? It's what you get. That's what you get sometimes. We'll be back with something fun and light next time, maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye.